The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of Ecom Experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ecom Experts. I'm so excited about tonight because I really do love talking about blogging. And hello to everybody in our chat room. You guys are rocking it, and I really, really, really appreciate you all being here in our chat room and talking with each other and helping each other. And you guys are the best. I mean, you really are the best. If I could give you all a big virtual hug, I really would do that. And if you're not in our chat room, you need to get in here right now. Just go to the top of webmasterradio.fm and you'll see up in the very top there's a link to get into the chat room before you come in make sure though that you fill in your name because we want to know who you are because we love knowing who you are and we want to talk to you and we want to say hi and we just really enjoy everybody being here and talking with each other there is so much wonderful information shared in the chat room I absolutely adore it and I just you guys melt my heart and I love all of you so thank you so much All right, so let's get going with our show tonight because um, I absolutely love blogging. I mean, blogging is one of the things that I think that store owners need to do more of. And before I introduce our guest, I'm going just to give you just a little taste of what's been going on with the Now What Project, which I'm sure if for any of you just joining us, what happened is I opened up a site. Um, I actually opened up a store. It's a very small little quilting shop um, that sells fabric. And it's, you know, I mean, there's not much fabric in there, but it's a small little store that I opened nine weeks ago. So here are the current totals. Um, we are almost at a total of 4000 in sales and 60 orders in nine weeks. And a lot of that is coming, well, I should say, (laughs) most of it is coming from blogging, from being on Twitter, from being on Facebook. And actually, I'm going in and looking at my stats, and I can tell you right now that we had over um, 1,500 visits just from our blog alone, and um, our highest revenue is coming from our blog, Okay, so most of our revenue is coming from our blog. So if that doesn't give you a reason to start up a blog and start interacting with your customers right now, I'm not sure what will. Now, I also want you to pay attention and go to the Now What Project and pay attention to how we are blogging because we are not going out there and saying, um, hi, we have this in and 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 we have this in. We're not doing that. And we are interacting and we, were, we are talking. We are having fun. We're doing giveaways. We are having a blast. And this is how we're doing this in nine weeks. I will tell you that today our conversion rate has been 3% and we have had six orders just today. This is why I'm going insane today. This thing is like blowing up. And this is a very small community. Um, there's not many products and it's just blowing up. So if you've got a great product, you've got a great website, you can do the same. This is what it takes, okay? Okay. This is what it takes. If you have opened up a site and you don't create movement, if, you know, you're not going to go anywhere. It's like getting on top of a bicycle and you're not pedaling. You're not going to go anywhere. But what I've done with this Now What Project website is I've got on the bicycle and I am pedaling all day, all night, and even in my sleep, I am pedaling as fast as I possibly can. And you know what's happening? I am going on a wonderful, wonderful journey. I am meeting new friends. I am having a wonderful time. I get to go to quilt shows. And not only that, but I get to use this information to teach you guys. This is so much fun for me. 
I get to use the information from the quilting site to share with you guys to help you with your business. And I get to meet people who quilt, which is also another passion of mine. So when you can create a business that shares all of your passions in one place and helps you create an income too, you will have the most fullest life ever and you will love life and so this is why I want you to get into the blogging and use it to help you, okay, use it to help you to increase your business. So with that, let me go ahead and introduce our guest for this evening. All right, Mr. P- oh, Brian, how are you tonight? Great, Shauna. How are you doing? I am doing well, and I hope, uh, I hope you didn't mind waiting a little bit, but you know, I just, I, I see a lot of people that fight the blogging, and I, need, I think they needed to hear the numbers so that they understood, this is some good stuff. Well, your, your introduction was perhaps one of the best ways I've heard an explanation of why people should blog. It's, it's about being a part of this business that you're passionate about. It's about sharing the things that you love. It's about creating an experience online that's dynamic and changing and, and exciting to be a part of. More than anything, that's what's going to draw folks to your store and to your business and to the things that, that you love to share with folks. So well said. I'm glad it's going so exceptionally well for you. And, and certainly everybody else on the show tonight, everybody in the chat room, it's, it's fairly easy to have the same kind of success if you just put a little effort into blogging and give it your best shot. You know, I love what you're saying, as long as you give it the effort, um, because uh, there's, there's a, uh, a woman named Pat Sloan who's very big in the sewing quilting fabric world, and I've been talking to her about coming on our show and doing an interview, and, you know, I, I want to talk to her about her success because she sells all of her products that she does because she does not sell. All she does is educate. She has radio shows about education. She does books on education. She has blogs on education. She does not pitch or sell her products one bit, but yet she outsells. She sells everything, and it's just absolutely wonderful. So she's going to be coming on our show and explaining how she sells product without even selling. I love it. I love it. We need more people like that talking about it. <laughs> that's, that's a great way to put perhaps the best piece of advice about blogging or starting your own blog, and it's to keep in mind that people don't really want to read about exactly what you sell. Um, I, I'm, I'm a marketer. I, I have a consulting business. People don't want to read about what I do for a living. They want to read about the interesting things that go on in that particular space. They want to read about what's interesting in the quilting industry. They want to read about what's interesting in the education space. And so you're, you're exactly right. If you, if you talk about this this niche or this segment or this set of products that's really interesting to you and that you're passionate about, and not simply what you can sell on your store and maybe some inventory that you're expecting next week, blogging can really be a significant channel for your success. Uh, and you, you hit it on the nail about being passionate about it, too, because you can really tell when somebody absolutely loves what they're involved with um, because it really shows in the writing. And, it, and, it, and we, you know, we have this book club where we're reading the Yahoo Style Guide, and, and then we're in Chapter 3 where it talks about your website having its own voice. And I feel yeah. like you can really tell when somebody loves what they're doing. You can tell in the writing because the writing has such a great feel, and the writing has so much personality. And the writing is just like you can almost feel them smiling on you as they share this information because you can tell they love it. And it's like it makes you love what they do as well. More important, perhaps, and I expect we'll get into this on the show tonight, only is that personality important for your customers and your audience, but Google likes personality. Google prefers you have a special, distinct, unique voice, and the more that you can share that voice through your blog and through your store, the better off you're going to be with the search engines and getting a lot more traffic through search because of that distinct and exciting and inviting personality that you bring to bear on your site. 
Mm, great point. Great point. Great point. Okay, Paul, let's do this. Let's take a real quick break and then we'll come back and talk about, you know, the 10 most important questions we need to be talking about for blogging because now we've set this up. We, we've got them listening. We know, they know now that they really need to start blogging. So let's, let's talk about what they need to be doing. So for those of you listening, do not go Excellent. anywhere. Thank You're you, listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom experts will return after this. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contract required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Rock the world with LinkedIn. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone, and I so appreciate you all being here, especially in our chat room. The chat room is rocking tonight, and I love it. And what I really love is everybody's in there helping and talking and giving advice and asking questions, and this is what it's all about, being here for each other, and this is just absolutely wonderful. So, Paul, before we get started in the questions, you know, can you just give like a one-minute introduction to everybody on your a little bit about your background and, and all that good stuff for everybody? I sure can. It, if you're not already clear on the fact, I'm pretty passionate about SEO. And more, <laughs> more importantly, and I think more relevant to our discussion tonight, I actually got my start in shopping, e-commerce, about 12 years ago. Uh, I ran uh, a, a piece of Yahoo Shopping's comparison shopping business for about five years. I spun that from an advertising role to actually running marketing for HP Shopping. And so in my career, I spent a lot of time in e-commerce and, and familiarized myself quite a bit with online marketing as it pertained to comparison shopping and search and affiliate programs and, and the like. From there, I actually went into startups. And for the most part, that's what I do now. I build blogs, I build websites, and I run marketing organizations for early-stage companies, startups, uh, small businesses, folks that can really benefit from efficient effective, simple marketing techniques to help them be much more proficient and much more capable with the business that they have online by doing a few simple things like those which we're going to talk about tonight. Easiest way to connect with me is at seobrian.com. It's my last name with SEO, seobrian.com. 
Love it. All right. So the first question people ask is, does having a blog really help people get found online? Yeah, and it's not already apparent from the way that we started the show, the answer is certainly yes, vehemently yes. There's a great discussion going on in the chat room, and if I could type uh, in, in sync with our conversation, I'd love to jump in the chat. But you'll notice that people are talking about how to optimize their website, how to make their website more effective for Google. Blogs are handy for Google. Google and search engines love to consume content that's they find on a blog because of the point that we made earlier in the show. It's that unique voice, that personality, that, that discussion, and that conversation that you can have with your customers and your audience. A store in itself isn't very special from someone else's store. If you consider that, there are probably hundreds of other merchants that sell products similar to what you have. How is Google going to distinguish between your store and that store? The answer is it's rather difficult. And so a blog gives you the opportunity to have a distinct conversation with your customers and give Google and search engines an opportunity to index and rank with some content that is of interest to customers who then discover your store, discover your products, discover your sales because of the things that you're talking about in your blog, because of the passion that you have for your particular products in your industry. And it's relevant to the industry. That's that's where you know that's where we pay attention to the fact that it is relevant and it's relevant content, and you're updating it consistently. And it's like this is this is like crack to Google. They love it. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. It is like crack. And and your point about wanting to to put yourself out there consistently and and constantly presenting new information to Google makes. Crack a great analogy on it. Google is addicted to blogs. And so the more frequently you can write, the more content that you can share, the better off you're going to be. Now, now take that perspective, though, with a grain of salt. You don't have to worry about it. Don't stress out if you don't have a time to blog every day or twice a day. The point is get started. And the more frequently that you can blog, the better off you're going to do. You know, one of the biggest reasons, Paul, I love my blogs is because um, I did this one test and I actually had the blog found in Google search results in two minutes. And then I did the same thing with a product page and it took like a day and a half to get found in Google. (laughs) And it was like, "Uh uh-huh, I knew it. I knew it. It's like crack to Google. They were like, I got to have it. I got to have it right now. And it took two minutes two minutes for them to pick it up. So it was like insane. Okay, so this is where people get like a little confused because they want to know, is blogging social media because is it better to blog? Or they're thinking, do I do Twitter or Facebook or blog? There, you know, this is a very big, uh, you know, question for a lot of people. Is there, are they different? Do I need to do them all? You know, w- what is involved with this? <laughs> Yeah, good, good question. If, if you think about the, the words that are involved with that term, social media, the words are social and media. <laughs> and, and so the, the different options that exist in the space, like Facebook and Twitter and, and blogging, frankly, yes, social media, whether or not those, those opportunities are going to work for you really depends on the extent to which you want to participate in them, the extent to which you are social and want to be a part of Twitter and Facebook and, and blogging because they only work if you use them, if you pay in the conversation. Wh- which one should you use? Honestly, it really depends on how you want to engage your audience. Twitter is great for a, a, a large group of people who are really passionate about a particular subject or perhaps your store or perhaps you. And, and if they're really passionate about you, it's a great opportunity for them to stay apprised of what you're up to, to stay involved with what you're up to, and for you to share quick updates about things that are involved with your business or yourself. Facebook, I think, is much more of a community. Facebook is where you should be with a Facebook page for your store if you want to engage a larger audience a little bit more elaborately. You want to have conversations with those people. You want them to share things with you. You want them to share things with your audience through your pages on Facebook. 
And, and so blogging really takes that to that extreme, takes that two-way conversation and that open communication to the extreme. A blog is a social media channel in the sense that frequently sharing updates, having conversations with folks, commenting with folks through the blog, and, and allowing your customers to stay connected to you, to, to keep involved, to keep apprised of what you're doing, and to follow you in the same sense, follow you on Twitter, and they follow you on Facebook. So find the one that's the right fit for you. They are fantastically well, but they work well to the extent that they're a good fit for your personality, the extent that you're social in that experience, and that you have the time to participate. Very interesting, and you know what? What I find really, really interesting. This uh, and I and Paul, this you're gonna. This is going to be a fun one for you. Um, I looked at the insights and analytics and user information, and I found out that over seventy percent of the people that were interacting with me on Facebook were for. Now, this is for the Now What Project website, the quilting website. Okay, that we built to show people how to how to do all of this, but. But they yeah. were over 70% were 45 and o- older. Now we go on to Twitter, and the people on Twitter are the younger, more modern quilters that are under 45. And yet the blog um, interacts with all age ranges. Now, isn't I thought that was absolutely wonderfully interesting, but Another thing to take into effect is that this is not going to be the same for all industries, for all customers, for all websites. You really have to look at your own customers, your own website, and your own data to find this information. But I loved seeing that information, and I thought it was very interesting. That's a fantastic. And, and it, it reinforces that the right social marketing channel for you depends Quite honestly, it depends. If if you consider why Zappos got so involved with social marketing, it was because their customer service group was passionate about Twitter. And and they had conversations about the quality of their products and and their shipping time and and even problems that that customers had on Twitter. Uh, It was right. Facebook was a completely different experience for that particular store. Uh, and, and in my own experience with different companies and different types of businesses, you're exactly right, Shauna. In, in one case, Twitter is worthless. It doesn't do anything simply because that particular audience isn't there. They don't pay attention in that particular channel. So look at, look at your conversion rates from that source of traffic as people click through from there, the type of audience that you have on the site, and see if it's similar to the type of people that buy from you. And you're right. Find the channel that works best, the channel that you're comfortable with, and get going. Oh, I love it. I love it. You know what? Let's take another real quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to discuss what the heck do you write about? Because this is a question that most people who are starting a brand new blog, they're like, uh, what do I write about? <laughs> we're going to cover that. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. 
Ad Media tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything Ad Media can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. Ad Media, strong ROI made simple. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I love our chat room, and I just have to say, Jeff, my mother is not going anywhere unless I get to go, too. So let's get back to blogging. Paul, you know, the biggest thing that people say is, what do I write about? You know, um, you know because, uh, I, I, you know, they start a blog or they don't feel like they're getting traffic from it. And then they just give up because they, it's like either they don't know what to write or they just feel like nobody's listening. So what do you recommend people write about? Yeah, the, the first clarification to make, because you, you made a, a, an important point there that often discourages folks, and that's that a lot of times a blog does take weeks before you start seeing traffic. And so don't get discouraged. Google has to index the content. You have to have enough content for it to care. And so you're going to have to write a few times, and, and quite a bit, before you see some traction. So it's right about. Frankly, Stick with your personality. Stick with what you love. Think of it as a social marketing channel, a social media channel. What is it that you share on Twitter and Facebook? Keep in mind that when writing a blog, particularly for a store, at least in my experience, your, your customers, for the most part, aren't, aren't going to be as interested in the products that are on sale next week or maybe some new inventory that, that you got your new relationship with eBay or, or something, some, some new online experience that you've started. They're interested in the news. They're interested in the industry. They're interested in new products that, that are developed or designed by, by the manufacturers that you work with. You want to write about the elements of your particular industry that you're passionate about and keep in mind that they need to be topics that your audience interested in learning and reading more about. You have a friend who writes about education and, and doesn't really write about the things that she sells. She writes about what she's passionate about. And, and by doing that, she attracts an audience that's interested in her. She attracts an audience that's interested in those topics, and it allows her to cross-promote. It allows her to, to highlight and to, to appeal to some customers on behalf of the products that she actually offers. So there are a couple of bullet that I shared with you. Think about the news. Think about the industry. Think about the products and, and the new developments with the manufacturers or, or the crafters that you deal with as a store owner and share that information with folks. But give it personality. Give it your own personality and share your personal perspective, whether or not you agree or disagree with what's going on, whether or not you're excited or you're frustrated with something. Give it your own personality so that that voice and that distinction from other blogs and other sites really comes through and reaches your audience. You know, uh, uh, just to kind of add to that, I, I don't know if, if many of you have seen the movie Julia, Julia, um, but basically it's this woman who decides that she's going to go through Julia Child's um, cookbook. Um, you know, she's going to make something every day for a year and she's going to blog about it. And 
I think it's about halfway through. She is completely frustrated. She's ready to cry. And she's like, I don't even know if anybody's listening. And then all of a sudden, all of these people start coming out of the woodwork. And these lurkers, is what they are called, start posting. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. So what you need to realize is that even though you feel like nobody's commenting, people are listening. People are listening. So if you want a really great movie about blogging, go see Julia and Julia. I'm going to tell you right now, on April 8th, I had one comment on the Now What blog. On April 30th, I had 349 comments. That's what you call lurkers, okay? You know, they're going to comment, then they're not going to comment, but they are looking, And you need to remember that, okay? Not everybody's going to want to comment. Look at our mastermind group. Look at our book club. We have 80 people involved, but only a couple people want to post because, you know, uh, some people are embarrassed about posting, but don't let that stop you. If you're passionate about what you do, keep writing, keep talking, and keep being passionate. So great, great, great advice, Paul. I love it. I love this information um, because people are, they get really nervous about what to write. And I know for me, I'll come up with like 10 ideas in one day. And then for the next 10 days, I have, I can't come up with anything. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've had I've had my blog for about six or seven years, and I've gone for periods of time where I haven't written anything for six months, months, <laughs> and wow. and I'm excited to share that. The audience is still there because the the value of a blog. What's exciting about a blog is that it is a way to connect with people that care about you, and they're going to be there three months from now, just as they are a week from from today, and and so. Think about things that you're passionate about. Start writing and don't worry about the reception that you get. You made a great point, Shauna, that, that the amount of comments that you get are, are frankly a kind of poor indication of whether or not your blog is working. Your blog is there to help you connect with your audience. And you can do that frequently. You can do that infrequently. But keep in mind that what's most important is that you do it that you do put yourself out there, you do start a conversation with folks, and you let those discuss you and connect with you through that particular medium because they're going to discover your store and they're going to be interested in what you have to sell and they're going to buy something. And at the end of the day, whether or not they buy something from you is a lot more important <laughs> than what they comment on your blog. Use it to and connect with your customers and connect with your audience and you're off the best start you can conceive of. Exactly. And you know what? That your customers have to like, know, and trust you before they're going to purchase from you. And the best way for them to get to know you and trust you and like you is in that blog and being who you are. You know, and I see so many people that are so scared to be themselves because they're like, oh, oh my God, I'm going to offend somebody or somebody's not going to like me and they're not going to like it. And it's like, you know, if they don't like you for who you are, you don't want them as a customer anyway. You know, like, no trust. And those are the people you want as your customers because they will keep coming back over and over and over again because they love you. They love what you have to offer. They love your passion. They love everything about what you're doing and they will come back. I love this. I love this kind of stuff. Okay, now the next question people ask, WordPress, blogger, type ad, you know, what platform should people be choosing for their blog? Yeah, but believe it or not, it's one of the most important questions to ask. And, and I, I hate to not an easy decision to make. They are very distinct blogging platforms. There are pros and cons to each. And, and so you do want to go with one that's a good fit for you, but realize that none of them are perfect. None of them are all things to everybody. None of them are ideal to all situations. Blogger and TypePad are inherently the easiest. Google tends to like Blogger, we think, a little bit more, frankly, because Google owns Blogger. Yes, <laughs> from an I have definitely found that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but from an SEO standpoint, Blogger and TypePad are actually subpar to what you can do with WordPress. And so WordPress is the platform. Put a little bit more effort. If you have the time, you have the energy to dedicate to setting it up properly and putting in place all of the elements of a blog 
that make it really effective. Because at the end of the day, WordPress will work better for you. It will index better for you. You can make it look a little bit better than you can with the other platforms, but the drawback is it's going to take some time. It's going to take a little bit of technical insight as to, to figuring out what's going on there, and you're going to have to put some energy into to making it work best for you. Now, there's an important distinction. Go, go ahead. Well, well, the only thing is that for me personally, and I feel like I feel like that um, our store owners need to realize is that. If you do get into WordPress, because yes, it does have more gadgets and gadgets and all that, that store owners have to be aware that they absolutely must, must, must constantly update that software. Otherwise, they are opening up themselves into a whole bunch of problems that they do not want. Yeah, and that's, and that's the point that I, uh, I, I wanted to reinforce as well. Word, WordPress is better for you. From an SEO standpoint, it's better for you from a user experience standpoint in a lot of cases. But you do have to stay up with it. You do have to put a, put a little technical effort into your work platform because it requires not just updating it, but an understanding of running properly. It's not difficult, but it does take a little bit of extra time. Yeah. You know, for me, I, I, I don't like messing with that kind of stuff. I just want to stick to selling. So me personally, I always say, give me a blogger. It will update automatically. It will do its SEO job and it doesn't have a bunch of gadgets and gadgets to get in the way. I want them to get to know me and that's my own personal though. But um, And that's just because I don't like to be updating. I want to get back to selling products, you know. <laughs> but that's me. That's, that's me. That's okay. Exactly, um, all right. That's so, exactly the right question to ask. Yeah. Well, and again, I think it also depends on what's the purpose of your blog. If the purpose is just to have a little, it's a, it's a side thing from your store, then I think you got to make it easy. You got to make it simple, and you you don't want to deal with it. But again, if this is like this is your main website, and this is how you're going to build your website, then you need to put a little more effort into it and go with the WordPress. That's my personal opinion on it. Just so you guys know, um, but. A question that's coming up in the in the chat room, which is an excellent question, is it better to have the blog as part of an e-commerce site, like as a subdomain, which is blog.mystore.com, or as a totally separate domain for SEO purposes? Yeah, great question. SEO, and, and Google in particular, pours equity or, or authority or what used to be called page rank into a particular single domain. Um, it's, it's a hard concept to explain, but think of it as building the reputation or building the ex- or building, building the value of your store.com, your particular domain name. And so when you, when you split that into a different domain for your blog or a subdomain, blog.yourstore.com, when you split is your eluding, you're splitting the rank or the authority or the relevance that Google considers on behalf of your site. So for the most part, it's a bad idea to do that. For the most part. For the most part, you want to launch a blog as a, 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 a root of a folder of your domain, uh, yourstore.com slash blog. For the most part, that's the best approach because you're going to retain all of that equity. You're going to retain that authority. You're going to build links that benefit the domain and the store itself. And I say for the most part, though, because certainly there are some circumstances where you might want a completely different experience. You might want a different brand. And in those circumstances, set up a different domain, set up a subdomain, and create that distinct personality, that unique personality that's very different from your store on a different domain, and establish for yourself two different experiences online. You're not going to hurt yourself too much from an SEO standpoint, but I will reiterate, it's not ideal to split it. It's ideal to keep them all on the same domain and set up yourstore.com slash blog. Absolutely. And, and, you know, what most people don't realize is that when I update 
blog.mystore.com um, and I update that page, Google sees that my URL is being active and I'm updating the site and I'm consistently updating it. And my competitor who never updates their website has probably gone old and stale and is stale bread. And Google doesn't want to send its best customers to that stale site. It wants to send it to my site who is constantly updating and putting out great content. That's exactly right. Uh, let me ask you something, Shona, and <laughs> I, I hope I don't criticize the decision that you made. Have you set up blog.yourstore.com, or do you have yourstore.com slash blog? There's a big difference between the two. There is, and I will be the first to admit, I, always, I do the blog dot. I do the blog dot um, and have done that for forever and ever and a day. And I know things are starting to change around more. Um, but I have been very consistent on that. And, and I'm still testing the waters out. So there, I'm, I'm, I'm still old school. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it does depend. It, it, there, there's absolutely nothing wrong with, with doing it that way. But it is, it is important to know, too, that when you set up a subdomain and you use blog.yourstore.com, you're effectively creating a second website, a second domain, a little bit differently than yourstore.com slash blog. So put some thought, too, to whether or not you want it as a subdomain, which might be easier for people to remember, might make more sense for you from, from the perspective. Or if you should set up your, your blog beneath at yourstore.com slash blog. And that's a great point. And, and the reason why I do that more so is because I'm constantly um, – I want the blog to be a very integral part of everything I do with social media. And that's why I want them to very – you know, I want them to remember it. I want it easy to type. I want them to constantly come back. Um, for instance, we've done – on the Now What project, we've done several giveaways. So I want them to think, oh, gee, what giveaway is this – are they doing this way? Um, blog dot, 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 and they know it, they can get there, it's easy, and it's fast, and it's quick, and I like that. For me, I like it. I want to make it simple for them. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I think, just like we talked about, you have to look at what your purpose is, what are you trying to accomplish, who are your customers, you know, because you have a, your customers, Paul, are going to be very different than, let's say, Elizabeth's customers. Elizabeth may be selling to grandma, whereas you are working with people who are extremely technical. They have a more updated computers because they are constantly working online, where maybe Elizabeth's you know, customer is somebody who just gets online to place an order every now and then or talk to their children or send an email once a day. And people have to realize that not every site has the same customer. Yep, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. The, the, the decision you make in that regard presents a great opportunity to further position what you do and, you know, and, and who you are. C consider, for example, you don't have to call it blog. You could create or conceive of a name or a brand to put there. Uh, it, it could be sales or deals. Dot your store dot com. And, and that might be your blog where you present all of the deals and all of the discounts and all of the coupons in your particular industry. Take advantage of the simplicity of the subdomain and, and the ease with which folks can remember your URL and your address and use those keywords that exist in that domain to better promote your store and your business and your blog and what you do for a living. Now, Kat's asking a question, and it's a good question that I see a lot, where people say, well, shouldn't I just do mystorenameblog.com? And it's like, no, 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 you're not going to get the same results. No, you're definitely not going to get the same results. Uh, and, and so it, it's, it's an important question to ask because you, you don't want to set up a separate domain because you are losing the ability to retain the impression that Google has of your particular business. You want to you contain all of that as much as possible within the same experience. And there are circumstances in which you want to separate things, sure. Uh, but to the extent that you can, 
try to keep it all together. Exactly. Okay, so now that we're talking about SEO and, you know, we, we realize it really does matter for the blog, what's the top three SEO best practices for a blog? And we're, I know we're getting towards the end of our show, and I can't believe we're, like, at the end. So um, we got to hit these fast. What's the, the top three Great. SEO um, best practices? You bet. Pay attention to something called a permalink. The permalink is the address, the, the URL for a particular blog post. If it's full of a bunch of gobbledygook question marks and ampersands and numbers, then you have not set up your permalinks properly. So do a little homework online, look for things called permalinks, and make sure that you set up your URL so that they're intuitive, they're easy to understand, so that someone can simply type in the title of your blog post, and and your URL will come up. Second, blogs are fantastic especially WordPress, because there are plugins that do 95% of the SEO that you need to do. You're worried about SEO. You're confused about SEO. You don't have the time for SEO. Don't worry about it when you set up a blog. There are great plugins like All-in-One SEO. I saw some folks in the chat asking. Um, There's All-in-One SEO, which I really like. WordPress SEO is even better. Uh, it's, it's recently better. They've just made some enhance, enhancements that make it just a fantastic SEO plugin that will do almost everything for you. Put that in, set it, forget it, and don't have to worry about SEO ever again. <laughs> and third, truly from an SEO standpoint, there was another discussion in the chat room about the uniqueness of the content. Should you just copy the description of a product and put it into your blog post? Should you grab grab a a review from Amazon and put it in your blog post? And the answer is absolutely not. The third tip from an SEO standpoint is always write your own content. Always, always, always stick with your personality. Put your own voice into things. Write exactly what you want to write about your products, about your store, and about your business. Because whenever you copy something from somewhere else, keep in mind that Google doesn't need to promote two versions of the exact same thing. They don't need to promote your blog post when all you've done is copy information from somewhere else. They're going to promote that other site instead. Write your own version so that you give Google a reason to point people to you. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that when they see a blank screen and it's time to write content, they just, they freak, you know, and and it goes back to those sitting in English class and I get it and I understand it. But you know what? When it comes to your products, you know your products better than anybody. So there's this, there's a couple of different recorders out there that have this, um, plug-in for Dragon Naturally Speaking. So basically what you can do is take a recorder and talk about your product. And I don't even want you to think about keywords, okay? But I want you to talk naturally and describe the product. Who is it for? What does it do? How does it work? Um, where, you know, where is this that you're going to use it? Um, how is it better or different than other products? If you've got questions that have come in about the specific product that you've answered in emails or phone calls, answer those questions. Have somebody that doesn't know anything about the product. Have them sitting there asking you even more questions about that product. And then you can put it into this transcribing software and it will do most of the work for you because it's got Dragon Naturally Speaking and you got to edit it. You put it into your store and bam, there you go. You've got all this really great content. You know, there's your ideas. And if you come up with 10 ideas in one day, I have this box that I call my idea box. And I put every blog idea I have onto a little note card and I stick it in my blog idea box. So when I need a new idea, I pull it out of there. So there's a couple ideas for you for unique content and you got to do that. So now let's talk about what are the top three SEO mistakes people are making on their blog? <laughs> the, the worst mistake you can make is to ignore your audience. Uh, and that sounds like a simple one, but it's surprising how many people do that. Engage folks in the comments. When, when people comment on your blog, let them know you're paying attention. Respond, even if you just say, hey, thanks for commenting. Engage your audience in the same way that you would on Twitter and on Facebook and have a conversation with them. Uh, two, don't write at all. 
you know, set up your blog, write for a couple of weeks, get frustrated because you don't have a lot of tra- traffic yet, and, and decide to shelve, shelve the idea of blogging and forget about it. You have to keep a good pace when you blog. The point that I was making earlier is that that pace is really what's comfortable for you. You don't have to blog daily. But if you decide that you need to blog weekly or monthly, keep up with that pace. Keep fresh content going into Google and and ignore your blog for a while because you will ignore your customers, ignore your readers, and ignore Google in doing so. And, And third, don't take the time to set it up properly. That's an important one, and it does imply that there are some technical requirements in setting up a blog, and, and unfortunately there are. But the biggest mistake that you can make is to just ignore all that stuff, is to not put forth a little bit of effort to set it up properly. If you go with the bare-bones blogger setup or the bare-bones WordPress setup, you are basically trying to climb a mountain with your blogging, and you're not going to get very far because Google doesn't the way those platforms come by default. So put a little effort into saying it properly, and you'll be off and running. That's absolutely wonderful. So any tips for um, getting that blog up and running um, as far as, like, the WordPress or Blogger and this way they can get up and going and start blogging right away? Yeah, my, my favorite tip, which someone gave me years ago, is that for the most part, you don't need to hire a designer or a developer when you're setting up a blog. There's a great site called Theme Forest. Just do a search on Google for Theme Forest, and you're going to find an endless list of fantastic blog designs for 20 bucks, maybe 40 bucks for the most expensive one that is going to give you a professional-looking, exceptionally designed blog in no WordPress takes about 15 minutes to set up. Go over to ThemeForce all-in-one or WordPress SEO plugin in place, and then give me a call to make sure you've done everything properly, (laughs) and you're set. You don't have to worry about setting up your blog ever again. Just start writing. To start writing. And we, that's what we want you to do. We want you to start writing. Start writing and start talking and share your passion with others. Start teaching them. Start sharing with them. You know, get involved with the community. Uh, it's so important to get involved with the community. Paul, thank you so very much for being here. We had a great time and our listeners are saying that you're going to have to come back for part two. So we'll definitely have to have you back again. And please tell them again where they can find you. You bet. My last name is Brian, and I like SEO. So I'm at SEO Brian or SEOBrian.com. You can find it on Facebook, Twitter, online. It's easy. It's all over the place. I'd love to connect with you online. Thanks a lot, Shona. My pleasure. Thank you, Paul, for being here. I loved our discussion. I loved it. It was absolutely wonderful. Loved all of the great information. So thank you, Paul. Thank you, everybody, for being here. And you guys rocked our chat room tonight. You guys are so awesome. And I just love our Mondays nights together. So I hope you will be here with me next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. I know we didn't get to go over our... um, third week of our Yahoo Style Guide book club, but we'll do that online and start chapter four this week as well. All right. Bye, everybody, and I'll see you next week. And thanks for listening to Ecom Experts. 